0: Thank you for listening to
1: Historias Eróticas.
0: This is a podcast with sensual stories to stimulate your imagination. If you want to interact with us, the email is
1: historiaseroticaspr@gmail.com.
0: Also in our social networks, like
1: Historias Eróticas.
0: Do you like this program? Let us know by leaving us a rating on our Spotify page. You can also support us to improve with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash
1: historias eróticas
0: slash support. In our stories you might hear about high-risk sexual behaviors. Get guidance from professionals for safe sexual behaviors. It was really too warm a day to be gardening and I perspired gently as I worked. The exercise made me feel well with the world and happy to tackle jobs I had been meaning to do for a long time. The day that I had taken off work had given me the opportunity to do them and, as I came to the end of what I wanted to do, I heard footsteps behind me. Hi there. She said.
1: I thought that I would bring this back while I remembered.
0: I turned, embarrassed to be stripped to the waist and greeted a grinning brunette. She stood on the rear patio and swung a small folding garden chair in her right hand to indicate what she meant. Penny was a friend of my wife who had been to the house on several occasions and who I had met at various functions. I had not admitted it to anyone, but just the sight of her always got me aroused and, from her attitude to me, I suspected that it would not take very much encouragement on my part to take things further. She was about the my age. Early thirties, small with tangled brown hair and commanding grey-green eyes, the color of an arctic sky, which twinkled mischievously as she spoke. There was no doubt that she was a flirt but I had never really thought anything of it. I finished here, I said. Let me make you a coffee." She leaned the folding chair, which my wife and I had forgotten when we last attended a barbecue in her garden, against the side of the house and went into through the kitchen door. She stood just inside so I had to brush past her when I followed her in and from the smirk on her face, this tenuous contact seemed to please her. I wiped my hands and face on a towel that I collected as I entered and then took the kettle to the sink to fill it, while I plugged it in and switched it on. Penny stood behind me and I could feel her eyes on my back. The hairs on my neck rose and I became tense and excited. We talked freely as we waited for the kettle to boil. Penny and I had talked together on a number of occasions in the past and we always seemed at ease with each other and able to discuss all sorts of deeply personal matters as if we were long time confidants. She spoke of her married life and told me things to indicate that everything was not what it should be between her and her husband. Ian. Ian was a great guy but a keen sportsman and had spent a good deal of his married life at cricket or football or darts or in fact anything which kept him away him from his wife although I am sure, this was not a conscious intention of his. She had accepted the situation as normal until recently when she had begun to resent his absence and to feel increasing neglected. This feeling had made her more inclined to respond to some of the many overtures which she was always receiving, but she was now thinking that these opportunities for an adventure may soon pass her by. There was one person in particular who pursued her and she spoke of how her feelings towards this man both excited and confused her at the same time. She was attracted to him but did not know what to do. One thing for sure, her sexual genie had been released and would not be satisfied until it had fulfilled her three wishes, whatever they were. I had no solutions or good counsel to offer but I listened as she unburdened herself to me. However, as she did. The tone of her conversation was arousing me, there I was, listening to tales that amounted to my husband doesn't satisfy me whilst I, who found her so desirable, was forced to nod compliantly, small wonder I was feeling so horny, the kettle hummed and, as we talked and exchanged glances, I thought that I was beginning to pick up welcoming messages from this confused and very sexy lady, but understanding bodied language is not one of my strong points, the kettle clicked loudly to signal the completion of its task and across crossed the kitchen to make the coffee. As I prepared the drink, Penny who had taken a seat by the table, said suddenly and in complete contradiction to what we had been talking about.
1: I've been bitten by mosquitoes, look what they have done to me.
0: I looked across towards her as she drew the hem of her cotton dress part way up her pale thigh to reveal a small red and white blemish on its inner surface. She looked directly at me daring me to respond, I'm afraid we don't have any insect cream, I said and then, with quite an uncharacteristic bravado said, I suck them when I get bitten.
1: Oh, yeah, and how am I supposed to get my head to this?
0: She edged the hem of her dress even higher, still looking directly, challengingly, at me. Allow me, I said moving slowly forward and dropping onto my knees before her. She opened her legs slightly and I closed my lips on the inflamed mark, sucking the skin gently and fondling it with the tip of my tongue. I became aware of her hand on my head, her fingers playing absentmindedly with my hair signifying that she was enjoying this intimate experience. I did not want it to end either, so I let my air and tongue move along the warm soft skin of her inner thigh tracing moist grooves in bigger and bigger circles. I could feel the action of her fingers change from the absent-minded playing with my hair to a firm pressure on my head that was steadily increasing as I licked and kissed her in her thigh. She was pushing me gently, but firmly, higher up her thigh. I was exciting her, I heard her breathing rate increase and I detected that faint but unmistakable scent of a woman aroused, I stopped momentarily to give her the chance to back out but she moaned and increased the pressure of her hand on my head, driving my tongue and lips slowly and deliberately towards the white triangle at the top of her opening legs. Penny's unruly hair was not just confined to her head, whilst some long dark wisps of it escaped from her panties, the rest formed a tight little hair pillow below the fabric. Arriving at my goal, I ran my tongue several times around the edge of the material that followed the line of her groin, first on her left side and then on the right. By this time her legs parted further allowing me to nuzzle my nose further into that soft bulge of white cotton and I opened my mouth wide and nod hungrily at her mound. Her musk-scented loins filled my nostrils as I took hold of her panties in my teeth. She raised herself from the chair to let me draw the garment slowly down her legs. Once removed, She parted her legs again to let me view her for the first time. Her secret place, covered in a lush forest of dark moistened hair was engorged in her excitement. The bright scarlet lips of her vulva parted and shined as I bent forward to tease her with my nose. She began to gyrate her hips searching for me until I finally buried my face into her and shot a probing tongue into her silky depths. Her clitoris appeared and stood out proud and erect from its cloak and I sucked and rolled it between my lips. She reacted wantonly, raising her legs to offer more of herself to me and, pulling my head hard into her crotch, crossed her legs around my back to entrap me. Little Moans punctuated with deep sighs, escaped her lips as she writhed into my face. I continued to explore her, now very wet, ravine, not with the tentative and gently probing that had initially aroused her, but with a lustful hunger. As my tongue lapped this wet sweet meat I rubbed the palms of my hands up and down her inner thigh, sliding each thumb along the lips of her distended sex to capture her clitoris in a pincer movement and then roll and squeeze it until she squealed. Every so often I would insert a thumb deep inside her and she would push herself onto it. Her moans grew wilder and wilder as the intensity of her pleasure increased. The sting between her legs, stimulated by tongue and fingers, was growing in size and she threw her legs wider apart to make room for it. But, no matter how wide she opened them it still could not be accommodated. There was only one way that she knew that it would be satisfied she must have it filled.
1: I want you in me, John. Please, please, please.
0: Her words came urgently, breathlessly. Thank God. I thought as my penis, straining inside my jeans, waited to be unleashed. I slid both my hands under her firm cheeks and lifted her bodily onto the table beside us. She fell back, stroking herself whilst I unbuckled my jeans, pushed them down to my ankles and kicked them off completely. Having been restrained for so long, my penis sprang up and throbbed painfully. Joyfully and expectantly, I slipped my arms under both her knees and drew her to the edge of the table so that the head of my enraged weapon could enter her briefly. She moaned and pushed towards me until I thrust my throbbing length savagely into her, merging together our tangled pubic hair as I fully entered her. I withdrew, almost completely, then drove it home again, each time her vagina closed around it squeezing and sucking at it in a vain attempt to keep it embedded within her. I withdrew and then thrust again into her, then again and again and again. I felt myself coming and tried to think of other things so I might hold out a little longer but I desperately needed to feel the elation of release. Penny had lost all self-control by now, rolling her head from side to side until finally I felt the pulsing of her orgasm through my extremely sensitive penis. She sighed and moaned simultaneously as I drove an exploding shaft deep into her on its last assault, releasing a thousand pounds of pressure in a gallon of love juices. I collapsed on top of her and we lay together panting for more than a minute, replete in our mutual satisfaction before I kissed both her eyelids. She opened her eyes and grinned.
1: So that's your cure for mosquito bites, is it doctor? I must come to your surgery more often.
0: I smiled back pointed to the fridge and replied, I'm going to take a shower, would you pour us both a beer? The tepid water rained down upon my upturned face and I spit out the water that had entered my mouth. Having soaped myself all over, I was pleasuring myself by focusing the shower spray onto the underside of my semi-erect penis. I pulled and stroked it as I directed the tiny spears of water all around my genitals. Savoring the unique sensation of this for some minutes before turning off the water, I reached for the towel and rubbed my face and eyes then stepped from the shower. Nice ass. Came a familiar voice. I looked up and Penny was leaning against the far wall with a foaming glass of beer in her hand. She came forward, handed me the beer and took the towel. Slowly she dried my her chest all the time looking at me with those impish eyes. Her careful motions moved lower until she reached my abdomen. At this point she dropped to her knees and, missing my most sensitive parts, began to dry my upper and lower thighs followed by my calves before discarding the towel. This erratic bullet was new to me and I stood transfixed as she rubbed the palms of her hand up and down my inner thighs. On each upstroke her hands drew closer to my penis which, like a lion sensing feeding time began to display an intense interest and, if not completely erect, hung thickly in anticipation. Eventually her two hands closed around my swelling column, gently squeezing both at her and my testicles. She released her grip and run the nail of her right index finger down my length sending sparks of pleasure to my brain, sweeping her long tousled hair back over her shoulder. She grabbed hold of me with her left hand and lowered her head to take my pulsating column in her mouth. At first she worked the cock tip in a series of suck blow actions before taking its entire length into her mouth and deep into her throat. I was standing helpless, stroking her head with my left hand and wondering just how much more pleasure I could stand when I felt her right hand reach between my legs and grab one off my buttocks. She kneaded and probed the firm flesh before delving into the crease of my ass and searched out my anus. When she found it. She teased it for several seconds and then insinuated a long index finger deeply into my rectum to locate my prostate on which she pressed. Any lethargy in my erection was now well and truly eradicated as she continued to suck, bite and blow at my manhood, sensing that I was approaching my point of no return. She withdrew her finger and mouth, and gripped the base of my penis tightly with her thumb and forefinger until my desire to ejaculate subsided. Penny stood up and kissed me wetly on the mouth, probing inside with her tongue before turning and walking through to the bedroom. She stood by the side of the bed and glanced over her shoulder, watching me as I followed her through. Coming up behind her, I pressed myself against her smooth back and took her tout breasts, covered only with the thin cotton of her dress, in my hands and kissed her slim neck. She leaned forward and away from me as she reached round for the zip on her dress but I was there to help. I drew down the zip, inch by inch until it reached the small of her back whereupon she slipped the dress off each of her ivory shoulders and let it fall to the ground. She was naked. I continued caressing her breasts. They were not large breasts, but firm, half ripe peaches with proud and direct nipples, nipples that responded spontaneously to my attentions. As I fondled and kneaded her breasts I moved my hips to and fro to massage my, by now, fully excited, penis in the valley between her rear cheeks. Eventually my own knees took over and I pushed her forward roughly, into a kneeling position, on the bed. Her legs were widely parted and she rested on her elbows so that her rump was raised before me and I could see her hair-covered mound glistening with the juices of our first encounter, hanging invitingly beneath her. I slipped two fingers into the moist that stretched forward from her anus and slid them down until they sunk up to my palms, into her vagina. She purred like a kitten as I moved them around inside her. First, I traced its outline and then I teased her clitoris, making her moan ever so softly. I continued my fingering, driving her closer and closer towards an orgasm. Her whole body was moving in rhythm with my hand but, before she could come, I withdrew my fingers and quickly slipped two-thirds of my Olympic prick into that wet and waiting pussy. Leaning forward, I took a breast in each hand and held on firmly as I rammed home the final third of my cock. I waited a second to allow her wet tunnel walls to seal around me. Then I withdrew before re-entering her powerfully and causing the secretions from our first encounter to produce audible slurping noises and a loud slap as my swinging balls impacted on her smooth skin. Being more capable of lasting longer the second time than I had on the kitchen table, I fell into a rutting rhythm accompanied by groans and murmurs of pleasure from Benny and grunts from me. She was thrusting back onto my rigid hot spike as I rammed it deeper inside her. This was exercise at its most enjoyable and I continued to drive home my Leviathan member for some considerable time. Beads of sweat broke out on my forehead and formed into tiny streams that ran down my face and dripped onto her lower back. My balls grew in size and screamed for relief, needing a small volcanic eruption from my grossly engorged penis to ease the exquisite pain I felt eventually she was coming again i recognized the signs but i allowed myself to focus on my own pleasure as a tidal wave of euphoria shook my body my vision blurred as my penis spurted hot semen again and again into its swelling receptacle the squelching noises of lovemaking increased in volume and i became aware of sticky rivulets of wetness running down the inside of my legs finally i was done she was done and we collapsed together on the bed to lie prostrated and spent. After several minutes, our breathing quietened, and I took her now angelic face in my hands and, kissing it softly, said, I haven't left anything else at your house that you need to return, have I? Thank you for listening to
1: Historias Eroticas.
0: This is a podcast with sensual stories to stimulate your imagination. If you want to interact with us, the email is
1: historiaseroticaspr.gmail.com.
0: Also in our social networks, like
1: historiaseroticas.
0: Do you like this program? Let us know by leaving us a rating on our Spotify page. You can also support us to improve with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash
1: historiaseroticas
0: slash support. In our stories you might hear about high-risk sexual behaviors. Get guidance from professionals for safe sexual behaviors.